0: Yo, what's poppin', it's your man Dean Edwards, welcome to another edition of the Father Market Protocol, bring the sounds in right now, son. I do that like, uh, like, uh, what's his name, uh, from, from the, the uh, the breakfast club. Morning, everybody, it's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God, peace, peace. Charlemagne got less. Yo, what's poppin', man, it's your man Dean, man, we're back. We're back for another episode. Um, I've been bringing some some dope episodes uh, with some dope guests. We had my man Steven Scott recently. Had the uh, the amazing uh, Sharon Wilkins uh, from from screen and stage. And now we got my man, one of my cronies. <laughs> <laughs> it's always cool when you get the cronies in the living room with me. I got my man Jay Nog in the building, baby. How you doing, son? Good.
1: What's going on, dude? Chilling. Here. Chilling.
0: Chilling, man. Now, for for those that don't know, you're 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 a cop of stand up. Uh, but you're also uh, putting on your producer hat. Trying to. Uh, there is no try. Do or do not. <laughs> and, and you have created. I remember the first time. His was funny. I still have the <laughs> the first. He does a show. Do you still do it in New York? Yeah, which, which uh, Lisa's not on it yet. Oh, you were okay. there with Lisa, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's what I was alluding to. <laughs> so, so he has he has this uh, this uh, ill-medic concept. Uh, called Pain or, or Play? Paid or Pain. Paid or pl- paid or Pain. Just change the D in D the end. Paid or Pain, which uh, which he's been doing successfully now at New York Comedy Club for how, how uh, long? New
1: York, like two and a half years two now. Two and a half years. Yeah. Damn, it has
0: been that long, it's been man. A, yeah, a long time. And the first time I did it, explain the concept, and then I'll give them my story attached to it.
1: So the basic game show is we have four to five up-and-coming comedians uh, we have two judges now, and what happens? The up and coming comic does a five minute set, gets feedback from the judges, and then the audience ultimately decides it's like old school gladiator time. Do you decide if they're going to get paid for their set right. or they're going to get pain, which is torture by a dominatrix we have on stage. <laughs> we got hot wax, we got paddling, <laughs> flogging, electrocution. It, it gets crazy. <laughs> and then we always have. Like a headliner uh, up front who warms the crowd up, right. and Dean, you were, you were doing warmth that night for us.
0: And, which, which is an interesting twist because normally um, most shows usually would do uh, the variety portion of, of a show and then close strong with a stand-up. Uh, with a headliner but one of the reasons I, I believe in, correct me if i'm wrong you also you you have a headliner open the crack open open the show up to get the crowd in comedy zone comedy mode but then you also the headliner then becomes one of the judges am i right yeah well yeah sometimes it depends on how many people we have there okay. yeah but okay. uh yeah, it also just sets the bar where it's like, this is what stand up right, is people. Right.
1: And then what you're gonna see is not gonna reach that bar for sure. Right. But at least you know
0: this is you're getting to get jokes, right? Right, now. right, right. And also what what I what I like as a as a stand up, what I could appreciate about the show is you know and you get this too how how long have you been a stand up now uh what you say? shit yeah 14, wait, wait. You, 14 you, years now you you know you're you're in double digits when you uh, start with shit yeah. <laughs> it's like it's like the, I mean, you you start sounding like Danny Glover and Lethal. I'm getting too old this. <laughs> right? because the 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 joy is still there but you also know the truth you you've, you you know how the sausages are made now
1: right? oh yeah you know the sausages made and you see uh you see some youngsters with a good-looking face in five minutes just pass by you like it's right, nothing. You're right, just like,
0: right. God damn, you don't even know what work means, <laughs> huh? Right, right, right. But, which which uh, leads me to what I was saying, what I, what I dig about the show is so often you have newer comics. Somebody hit me, um, I, I think maybe two weeks ago on Facebook. So actually, they probably hit me like a month and a half ago, but I don't, I don't, <laughs> right. I don't have Facebook Messenger, so I get I get messages once, twice a month when I happen to go on and and check the messages, and somebody was asking me um, about uh, I don't even know how I think I had I had liked something was it Facebook or Instagram, I, whichever it was. They sent me a message, and the dude had said he was like, "Hey, uh, yeah, you liked." my sister's uh post and i i'm i'm looking to get her it, he wanted he was almost like managing his his sister's social media slash comedic presence okay and he was asking advice you know I'm, I don't like advice because, as as they've heard me say on the Father Muckin' Protocol numerous times, what works for me might not work for you, for might sure. not work for the next person. So advice is 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 really past sake. I will give suggestions, and my main suggestion is always get on stage. Mm-hmm. Get on stage. Nothing nothing else beats get on stage because once you get on stage at one time, you know even if you bomb, you know whether or not you should get back on that stage again. You know that the the passion. Uh, The innate passion is embedded in you where you're like, I got to conquer this. I got to figure out this this Rubik's Cube. And so oftentimes what I what I dig about your show, bringing landing the plane is that anyone that's wanted to um, has 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 had sort of the itch to do stand up to become a stand up yep. this is a this is sort of a, a safe way for them safe safe is relative yeah. but <laughs> it, but, it, but it's a safe way for them to uh challenge themselves because they also have the, the, you know it is you you don't have a net, and you do know if it if it if it goes well the no, under norm, normal circumstances as a stand up you know it bombs by the silence. You know it didn't work well based on the lack of laughter, but your show adds another layer where, okay, not only... Um, oh, yeah, besides sitting with your thoughts, now you're picking hot wax off your chest on the way home. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and so that's that's why I like it. it you know, it, it, it gets to the crust and lets people know, oh, maybe I shouldn't have, maybe I wasn't as fu-. Just because you're funny in front of your barber shop, mm-hmm. uh, in front of your friends on a Friday night, doesn't mean that this is for everybody. It's full contact.
1: And it's crazy having, I've had people do like their second time on stage ever or first time on stage mm-hmm. ever on paid or pain. Then I've had guys doing it two years mm-hmm. and they're like, Oh, I want to come out and do it. Uh-huh. And then they up front, they either first joke bombs or they're uh-huh. in their head so much. <laughs> and then they get pain. And then the guy who's third time on stage right. is just so excited. And they just want right. to tell those jokes. Right. So it, it's so weird to see where someone is their third time on stage, they get paid. And then the guy who's doing it a couple of years has got a hundred shows under their belt. Right get pain and HL. eat it. Yeah, it's just, uh, it, it, it's funny to, to see and then talk with people after and they're mm-hmm. like, yeah, why do they get pain? It's like, well, I don't know, like some people like, they want to record their set and they'll hold their cell phone. It's like, oh. well, everybody was looking at your cell phone, that's right. why. Or someone someone's like, yeah, you came out and did, you, you, you were trying to do crowd work but you didn't mm-hmm. have no you had no punches you just right. observed two things and then went to your set it was weird right. so you only have 5 minutes right. you got to make those 5 minutes right. Right. Uh, really stick out and also if you're the second guy they're going to hold you to the first guy's bar right. you went so right. it's it's a whole competition yeah. and um, also, the judge's feedback sometimes mm-hmm. where you might crush, and then a judge might be like, yeah, I heard that's a Carlin joke, and I heard that, that's mm-hmm. uh, a Robin Williams bit, and I heard right. that. And then from the crowd loving this guy, right. now the crowd's like, oh, this guy steals all this shit, now uh, we're going to vote Payne. Oh, wow, so, wow, wow. Yeah. So
0: you've, so you've seen audiences turn on, on uh, contestants' comics? Oh, for sure. Oh, wow. Yeah. See, because yeah, I've never... I, I think i I went to that one. What, what I was going to say, my first show... Um, your co-host used to be Lisa Ann. Yeah, we went through a ton. Lisa yeah. Ann co-hosted a little bit. Yamanika stepped in uh-huh. for a minute. Uh-huh.
1: Corinne Fisher stepped in for a minute. Mehran stepped in for a minute, and then now just having the judges—they're like the co-hosts. Okay. It was just too many cooks in the kitchen. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. Now, I enjoyed yeah. Lisa.
0: Here's—I had no idea who Lisa Ann was. Oh yeah. Which is why Until I went Google. What, yeah. Well, <laughs> I remember seeing it, and I was because immediately when you when you. When you hear somebody else is on the show, and I saw the the, the flyers and posters, I was like, "Who's who's this pretty comic, right?" Yeah. And, and then you, anytime you see a pretty woman on stage, and and it's unfortunate, and some might think, I don't think it's chauvinistic. Uh, maybe it is. Um, I'm a man, so it's harder for me. I'm I'm from a different perspective, but I think anytime someone sees a pretty woman on stage, or even a good looking dude on stage, you automatically are like, are they actually funny? Or are they just cute? And this is just to sell the show? Right. Um, Is that an
1: image up there? Or is that an act? Or
0: is it a real act, you know? And so I immediately was like, who's this uh, Lisa Ann? And I think it might have been Big J. Okerson mm-hmm. he's like, dude, you don't know who Lisa Andy is? i like, nah, I don't know who. She and then is. he
1: pulled out his phone and put right. through a few pictures. Right. I was like, oh, <laughs> oh my! And I'm
0: almost tempted to to not tell y'all who she is, so you can go Google for yourself. <laughs> we'll give you a clue: Nailin Palin. <laughs> <laughs> and, but but she he was she was she was so sweet. Oh, she was she's the so sweetheart. Yeah. Um, it actually humanized. She's she, she's an adult uh, film actress. Uh, the the term uh, porn star is thrown around too much, but she actually would be a star in that in that realm. Yeah,
1: I'd say so. She's yeah. she's accomplished a lot. Yeah. in in her career in there that, for in sure. That industry,
0: yeah, and and it's transcended. Um, she she's. Uh, uh, she's sort of going the uh, what's her name? Uh, Jenna Jameson route, where... yeah. Well, she's going fantasy uh,
1: baseball now and football, right. so it's like you become people's fantasies mm-hmm. and now you're talking
0: about fantasy sports, right? Just... Right, went into her actual passion, and and yeah, you know, she has podcasts and everything. I yeah, like, wow. good How's for her, just good uh, for her. spinning off, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. And but she was she was very sweet that I remember, uh after the show she came up she's like can i get a picture with you i was like can i get a picture with you? She said, this is awesome she signed two dvds one for me and then i said can you sign one for my friend harris and she signed one for uh, stanton oh harris a <laughs> dirty yeah. boy oh yeah no if, if we harris there it would have it would, been a totally different uh evening i'm sure uh, yes yeah, for sure he would have stolen her high heels or something yeah. you know <laughs> <laughs> I was on the road with Harris. I've heard his stories. God damn. <laughs> oh, dude, we we uh we're going to Oh, for those that don't know Harris Dan and I, um and John Moses. Um I always plug dates up top, but we got right into it. Y'all can catch us at the uh at the Borgata in Atlantic City, uh the music box at the Borgata Hotel um this coming Sunday the eighth through a- April 8th through April 14th Saturday April 14th we're out there for a week so that should be fun that should be fun that's a good crew yeah 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 you know I, I actually said when I found out uh, Moses was gonna be on he said he, uh, I said to Harris I said oh is uh, Moses rolling down he's like nah he's gonna meet us down I was like okay good I can I can let the seat back all the way you know <laughs> uh, but, it, but it should be fun and people don't realize that that going on the road is so much more fun mm-hmm. when you have some road dogs that you kick it with that oh, you yeah. hang out with if there's no
1: Road Dogs, you're watching like nine hours of Pawn Stars in your room oh, by yourself.
0: Dude, dude yours is Pawn Stars. <laughs> I, I, I've been I've been catching up on... Uh, I just rewatched about a month, a month and a half ago. I watched all of the Game of Thrones from season one through... See, I've not gotten into Game of oh, Thrones. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, I've, yeah. Been, I've
1: been lectured a lot. You know? Yeah, I'm sure, yeah. I'm sure.
0: That, you see, I didn't do yeah. that. I was like, dude, what are you doing? <laughs> Where people like project their, their... They're like, how dare you not... Jump on the bandwagon and be be a Game of thrones or okay. Yeah, and I'm hey, just man. like, hey, guys. I'm just not
1: feeling the whole dread. I watched the the first episode twice.
0: Okay, And okay. I was
1: like, this is a lot of people. That, and dude. And I'm just like, and that turned me off. I was like,
0: there's a lot of people. Can, can, can I tell you, um, we're sidetracking. But that's the beauty of uh, TFP is that we sidetrack, but we always land the plane. When I first watched Game of Thrones- same exact thing. I watched the first episode. I was like, there are like 17 main characters. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, Minimum. Is... There might be 25. And I watched it and then I rewatched it. And I was like, well, I like Peter Dinklage. He's charming. There's something about him I like. And so I kept going back. I'm be honest. I didn't understand nothing. I didn't understand any of what was going on except for at the end of season one when like uh, a particular character was no more. And I was like, oh, wow. So they're raising the stakes here immediately. Season two, I finally understood the characters and started learning people's names. Uh, The reason I say this is because I went back Here's the problem with with uh. you we about Game of Thrones. It feels like a school project, and everyone talks does. about Game of Thrones. It does. It does. Here's what what happened. I was gigging at sea. I was on I was on up on a ship. I'm at I'm on a boat with a lot of free time, a lot of downtime. And after working on a show, I've been you know working with with uh, NCL for a couple of years now. So now the luster. Of it is gone. Where I I really will use the time and maximize the time to to write jokes, write some screenplays, write whatever. Right. But then there's still a lot of other downtime, and if I'm not hanging out with like we said the other comics, I'll go to my room. I'll go, oh, you know what I watch? And I had uh and you and you share hard drives. Everybody has their external hard drive. So, uh, you know Lucas Bone. Yeah. Yeah, Lucas, who lives literally like around the corner. He lives nearby. Lucas, um, I, I looked at his hard drive. He had Game of Thrones season one through six. I I, I jacked it. Uh, I said, you know, let me revisit it. This time, now because I've been with the show six seasons, going back and watching it, I get it now. It's a whole different experience. It's, 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 that's too much work. Right. I, I get yeah. it. But I—that's why I actually now I. If you're trying it. to get
1: me not to watch it, you're doing a fantastic. No, film. but that's <laughs> no, and that, but that,
0: that's my my point being that I totally get why yeah. you t- you turn it didn't click with you and why it doesn't click with a lot of people. That's a lot. That's that's not only a lot of hours you've you've done. I think they've done about seventy shows, seventy episodes in in seven or eight seasons, or say seventy six episodes, and. That's seventy six hours, seventy plus hours of your time that you're figuring out. Okay, wait. So the Lannisters versus uh, the 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 uh, Valerians and. Yeah, any show names. that you got to take notes to, yeah, I mean, that's yeah dude, that's, that's not a lot. Me. Yeah, so I, so I get it. So if anybody out there listening, if you don't watch Game of Thrones, and it's my fault, you're welcome. <laughs> 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 well, go, go back, go back. Let's go back to to your, your humble beginnings, man. Because I, excuse me, I always like uh, I like hearing people's origin story mm-hmm. because there are a lot of newer comics that that listen and. Uh, and I like I like people to know they're not alone in in their origins. We all have similar, even though we all come from different backgrounds or what have you. It always comes back to the, that that passion. So when uh, where are you from originally? Uh, Brooklyn, and
1: then. Uh, moved to Long Island when I was like I think three or four years old. Okay, okay. And then spent most of my my life on Long Island. Okay, where where in Long Island? Uh, I went to Hewlett High School. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That, that means nothing. to that's, me. That's uh, Nassau County. Nassau. Okay. Yeah, it's basically it's. Like Queens, Valley Stream, and then Hewlett. So got you, got you. Wasn't a bad ride to the
0: city. Okay, uh, okay, still yet. close enough. Still close. You so close enough to the city that you can you can get a good slice of pizza, but you had a lawn.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, 30, 30, 40 minutes. You're in the city driving right. on a good day. Right. Um, and then yeah, you got your yard and you got uh the front lawn and everything mm-hmm. and, and, and the burbs. Right. Um, and then uh when I was in college, I started writing in a notebook when because mm-hmm. I, I had to. I lost my uh, best friend. He passed away when I was a junior in college. Oh, wow. And wow. then I had to drop a bunch of classes. It was a suicide, and I had oh, to drop man. a lot of bunch Trying of classes. Yeah, I've been doing a lot of stuff with suicide prevention, AFSP since then, just raising money and stuff like oh, that. Oh, dude, so, dude. Yeah, you try to uh, just, you know... You don't try. It sounds like you did. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Especially uh,
0: how, how did that... Um, I mean, I'm sure it was, having a best friend, you know... Uh, commit suicide how did that affect you not just as because you hadn't started comedy right yeah at school um,
1: I had to drop a lot of classes so I was up at school when you know everyone's up for the the first session which is really cool Mm -hmm. and the second session for fuck ups and then the third session it's like why are you here you know (laughs) no one's there (laughs) and I there was no one to hang out with so at night I'd be watching TV and then start to get bored and just Mm -hmm. had a notebook and I started writing just silly shit down in Mm -hmm. it
0: were and you then, watching
1: late night comedy or just watching whatever was it, it was, was just whatever television. it was, yeah. uh just, just random stuff. And it thoughts popped in my head, and I was mm. like, I'm going to just write this stuff down. Oh, okay. good. And then after college, my buddy was taking a class Comic Strip Live. Oh, uh, okay. And he's like, and hey, D.F.? You, uh, yeah. Do, <laughs> yeah, with D.F. And he's like, why don't, uh, why don't you take it with me? And I was like, all right. So I took it with him. Mm. Didn't take it that seriously. It was just like, what is this all about? Mm. He was just doing it, just to yeah, hang just because he just was doing, doing it. So I was like, like "All right, cool, let's do it." And then maybe from two thousand one to two thousand four, did like ten shows. Maybe okay. it was like it was like one of those things where I was like, "Hey, my like my friends come see me on stage and only get laughs because my friends are there. If they weren't there, it would have been bomb city." You that's know? interesting.
0: So you you realize early on. That bringer shows were really just ego strokes, in in your opinion. Yeah. It just seemed like, you know what, this is a hustle for the club. And this is not, I don't want anyone to think that I'm, I'm, I'm pissing on any clubs and bringer shows. I've never been a fan of bringer shows. And then the
1: toughest thing about a bringer show, bring people to get on stage and get your stage on. I don't think is that all, I mean, it's. It's awful depending on what the deal is with the clubs and things like that and how the people are pretty on the show versus you do a show where there's seven up-and-comers and then they mm. book three or four good acts. So right. it's padded and – people enjoy the show and don't just see up-and-comers.
0: Similar similar to your show, Pay to Pay.
1: Right, yeah. Versus when you see some bringer shows put 14 guys up with a host who was doing the last bringer show and brought 19 people. (laughs) And then they have another guy who brought 25 people close it out for you guys from the last time. That's bullshit. But uh, I just feel the worst part is when you start in New York, Mm -hmm. these club managers and bookers, when Mm -hmm. you start doing those bringer shows that's the first time they see you as a bringer. Ah. And then when you go back and do shows, they still kind of see you as that yeah. bringer comic yeah. until you hit something nice. Right. You know? Right. Like, nah, serious? Nah. We're talking like Comedy Central special or right. one, a major credit. Then they'll be like, all right, now he's coming to his own. But I feel that has hurt me mm-hmm. in some clubs where I say my name and they think of me from... 10 years ago, whatever it was right. doing those bringer shows. So
0: you're saying that, it, and I, I, I think I might agree uh, to some extent. I've never, I never fortunately had to go through the bringer uh, um, route, mm-hmm. but I have known people that have, have gone through the bringer uh, system and they've said, said or alluded to the same thing. Once, once, how people meet you is how they view you. Yeah. And so if they, if, they, if, yes. they, if they met you as, as someone taking a class who then became a bringer, you, you, could, you could be out here 10, 15 years and they still at that same credit. Right. You could be hitting the road own, and, yeah. and,
1: and working. It doesn't matter unless you get that ma- nice credit where they're like, okay, now he's coming to his own. Mm-hmm. So I find that to be the toughest. Anyone who's starting out, Bark. Uh, Mm -hmm. You don't need to do a bringer. There's so many bar shows where people are looking for guys to stay outside for an hour Mm -hmm. and you try to get people in and then you'll get your seven minutes of stage time. Mm -hmm. And it's much better like that where you're going to grow and you're going to grow under the radar versus grow on the spotlight. Uh, Because when you do a bringer, you're growing under the spotlight. Right. Because there's a – It's a whole – Yeah. I mean the – Everyone's there still from the club. Right. And regardless if you – You're like I'm a new comic. They don't give a shit. They're seeing you and that's their perception of you until you do something better than that.
0: Oh, wow. Like that, I mean,
1: that's how I feel, mm-hmm. uh, you know, when I come to some clubs where I did some bringer shows at mm-hmm. it and they're like, oh, Hey, but it's like, oh, you've done that cool. But what, have you done? Like anything like, and you're just like,
0: well, not yet. Do, do they ever look at you with, with a sort of slanted, uh, uh, or furrowed brow? Like, oh, are you still doing this? You know what I mean? Like. Yeah,
1: I feel, I feel, oh, you're still around, cool, right, you know? Right, right, right. And
0: then, like, you'll, or someone, like, if
1: someone says your name out mm-hmm. of their mouth who they respect, mm-hmm. then it's like, oh, oh. like, mm-hmm. you get treated differently within a second. You them. And you're yeah. like, hey, fuck face, I had the same act I had two minutes ago when right. I was talking to you, and now right. you're going to put me on stage because that person says something? Right, 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 Which, right. Which, I mean, that's the way the, the business is. Yeah, um, yeah. So what, yeah, what was
0: your major in, in uh, school?
1: Uh, I was uh, communication okay. and then business. Uh, so it's perfect. So for this. so yeah. many
0: of us majored in communication. Yeah, it's
1: like, oh, what do you want to major in? I don't, I don't know what I want to do in my life. Communications—that's yeah. what sort it of is. You know, <laughs> you know how to talk. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. <laughs> when you don't know, you know, right. like I had no clue. I wanted to do, I wanted to do radio originally. Okay, when I and I did a lot of internships at radio stations mm-hmm. when I was at college, and that's what I wanted to do. And then after graduating. You're trying I have my demo. I have mm-hmm. five morning shows I would be with and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And and then you're, you're applying and they're like, well, do you want to be the overnight guy in Birmingham, Alabama? Uh-huh. And you're like, oh, so I got to go there, get a waitering job in order to do radio. Right. And then I was just like, you know, radio will come uh-huh. with. And it, and it did. I mean, with, you know, uh, Peter Payne. We were picked up on Sirius XM, okay. and we've been doing that. We're we're ending it in June because now we're trying to get it to TV. You're not now. trying, you right? We're, it to I know. TV. You know uh, what it is? Yeah, I, yeah. I am on
0: on, on uh, verbiage and power an yeah. words and just. I know. Can, I should maybe you doing. know maybe
1: things will happen if I start changing the way I say things. It, uh, I believe
0: they will. But I, I like just, that. You, I'm gonna. You, you, you'll, you'll, you will get your, your show on the air. It's just it's just a matter of. Uh... So, we are
1: pitching out the show right now, and okay. we will get the show oh, on TV. You will it, because
0: yes. everybody wants, but you got to right. will things in, into existence. So, um, that's what we're
1: doing now. But okay. the radio came, you know, just uh, from doing comedy, which is kind of cool. So, yeah. we got the radio thing. It wasn't a radio show, but it's still on the radio, which is okay. neat. Okay. Um, and then. For I didn't know what I was doing for a few years. Like I said before, you're doing a bringer show here and there just mm-hmm. to say you got on stage, and then um, I decided I was in a. My uh, best friend's father was assistant principal. and started subbing. Is this, at the is,
0: school. this the, is this not the same? Your uh, best friend that uh, no, it was, I had two best friends. Okay. One, yeah. Okay. His his dad was a a principal.
1: I started subbing in the school. Oh wow! And I knew I wanted to you know do, do something with radio and comedy, and I was like, you know what. If I start, you know... I'm, I'm sorry, I'm picturing yeah. you as a substitute teacher,
0: dude. <laughs> <laughs> i was sitting here, talking, and I'm, I have this big grin on my face. Yeah, I know. i
1: picturing him like, I know, it's like, are you dealing weed, too? No, <laughs> no, <Nah, nah>, just... <laughs> I was... Were you,
0: were you a cool sub? Oh,
1: uh, yeah, I was the the cool guy. Actually, I, I was teach. I taught after for 10 years. Oh, wow. And then okay. 2014 um every comedy was going well and everything mm-hmm. and then I met my wife who is now and uh, I was like I'm going to take the jump after 10 years mm-hmm. so I'm like vested and I don't lose any of the pension money and oh, all that cool. stuff so okay. after 10 years teaching 2014 um did it full time and then I was full time up until Did you
0: have to get certified? Yeah get when well that's
1: it when I was in 2004, mm-hmm. I was living on Long Island with my parents, okay. and then there was a bar, and I started doing bar shows there. Okay. So then I started having, like, headliners from the city come down and stuff, right. and then I perform in front of them, and then I was, was smart. getting, you know, getting contacts, and then, right. you know, getting on some shows when they were in the city, and they were referring me to other people. Right. So right. that was the key into really, um, you know, getting into it, because I was like, these bringer shows, and I was like, eh, just not for me but then I started barking and doing things like that and then fast forward 10 years after that Got an act. You mm-hmm. know, I was going on the road and stuff while teaching and mm-hmm. you know, were you trying not to get with, fired. Were you on the road with
0: any, like, a headliner that took you out? Uh, or Jordan you?
1: Carlos took okay. me out on okay. some stuff. Good, um, good Bob De Bono took okay. me out on some stuff a few times. Yeah, Bob's a good dude. Yeah, Bob's me. good dude. So. Bob
0: does, doesn't does the the tremendous Trump. His Trump is tremendous. He's doing real well. Yeah, right? his Trump damn, I, mean,
1: I don't even see him around the city anymore. Oh, nah. no yeah.
0: Bob... Bob wasn't he on on tour with uh, um, some uh,
1: rappers he was on yeah, tour with
0: Yeah, geez, uh from Chicago like, like Kendrick with, Lamar with, and those Kendrick guys right and and uh dude with the three on his hat, which I'm I'm mad at myself that uh Chance the Rapper. Chance the Rapper, yeah. yeah. They uh they would I was like, Yeah here's what's funny, I didn't even know the bono I actually gotta get the bono on here. I didn't even know the bono I'd seen him on the view, uh yeah. he had done Trump. And they gave it to the other guy. But I was like, I want Bob to win. The other yeah. guy was good, too, though. Um, and next thing I know, I see a picture of, uh, of De Bono in, like, an arena. <laughs> like, yeah. like, in front of, you know, 15,000, 20,000 people. I was like, wait, what What, what did I miss? <laughs> so then it starts. scrolling He lost. Back. How'd he win? Right. You know? <laughs> I started scrolling back in the timeline. I was like, oh, some rapper must have scooped him up. From going on the road. I was like, good for him, man. That's great. You're always happy, you know. The the the, the, the like you said, because Bob was a guy that he always had his his early five p.m. or you know seven p.m. shows. And he's like, Dean, Dean, if you want, uh, you can come. And I don't like, I you know, because I have a family. guy. I'm usually not out that early. right? Um, but I always respected his hustle, that he was always, you know, hitting the pavement. Bob you know? was
1: a, I mean, he, uh, when I would go out with him beginning, he would always be collecting emails mm-hmm. and always talking to people up after yeah, the show. Yeah. And uh, That's part I, of I learned a lot, of, a lot of hustle from him. I yeah. mean, he was always hustling, always putting shows together, yeah. always telling me you got to grind, 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 grind. Yeah, Putting his shows together and, and now he's 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 doing awesome with yeah. the whole Trump thing and it's fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it's uh, yeah. I mean, it's uh, it's a it's a beast of a game. You never yeah. know when your time is gonna yeah, happen, you don't, you don't. Uh, and you just got to keep grinding. You and then grinding. one day some guy who's never seen you, likes you, and yeah. he's like, well, let me give you this, and then that door that you can never get in, he gets you in that door, yeah. and they're like, we want to work with you, and it's like, what happened three months, ago? Yeah. no, who cares three yeah. months ago,
0: yeah. you have know this guy now. Yeah, you can't, you can't uh, this is, we're, we're in an industry where you, unfortunately, or maybe fortunately, because it's, it, it, you can't hold a grudge because it's not going to, you know, if you think even spiritually with the universe and energy and what have you, by the time, when you get in, say you get that opportunity and this one person was holding you back, but now you're in a position where you don't need that person anymore. It doesn't even make sense to go back and see see what I didn't, because ultimately they're still in the same position and you've transcended, you've moved on. So it doesn't, holding on to that, that grudge does doesn't you, help you, does you know service? no service, you know, so why why even uh hold yeah. on to it?
1: I know? mean, unless you're, you're accepting an Oscar... That's yeah, the that's yeah. the platform.
0: Yeah, hey, you know. remember you? Yeah. Suck it, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then you wind up the bad guy, right? right? Yeah. Even though people don't understand because of because of the um, the optics of it um, and the uh, uh, sort of politically correct nature that we we live in, some people would appreciate it, but a lot of people you would, you would wind up getting a backlash because people say. Yeah, but you won, so who cares about them? You right. just you just made them famous, and you made people sympathize with them and empathize with them. Right, you flipped the script because, on yourself. Right, right, right. So it's it's uh that's easier said than done. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, <they're- laughs> that's easier. I'm, don't 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 get me wrong. There are a lot of uh there are a lot of uh you know people in my past that you know I have my list. Do you find your wife has a list of, of people that have wronged you? uh she, she there there are people
1: that whenever i bring that name up she's got and i'm like i get it i know how you feel right, about it right, but i gotta right. work with this person right right right. so let's feel figure out how we can work with them and then when i don't have to work with them anymore that's when you know what's meant to happen to that person that yeah. will happen to that person yeah. but yeah some people when i bring up she's got that venom and i'm like i feel the same but just yeah. chill you, you know have, we gotta make hey, because, it work
0: because in in this in this this is a, you know i always drop like there are multiple jewels in each episode, but uh, I guess since we're on that topic, you know, the protocol for this week, y'all should understand, especially for the newer cats, is uh, you got to have thick skin, you know? Oh, yeah. If, if, if you're in this for the long haul and knowing this is this is a marathon and there are some that will get opportunities early, but the majority of us are going to have to put in a lot of time and, and hard work, but the, but the payoff can be something as as magnificent as making a whole bunch of money or payoff can be something as simple as someone coming up to you after the show saying you know what I was having a bad day but thanks man you made that that really you know people quantify success really based on finance and and, and uh, you know the hashtag generation the hashtag rockstar comic you know mm-hmm. and that's not to take away from Kev or any any comic that's selling out arenas from, from Kev to Gavigan to Bird. You know, God bless them all, you know, and I'm happy for all of them, and they're all friends. But that doesn't take away from you having having a successful uh, run of your show, you know. Pay, oh, yeah, pay there's pay, enough pay, room you know? for
1: success for everyone in yeah, here. Yeah, Um, and you know what the creator like you were saying before, someone after a show the best is when you have a show that's like mediocre mm-hmm. and maybe like three people come up to you after and be like I saw what you were doing up there and I saw what you were trying to figure out and maybe like they're comedy fans maybe it's not where it is but I see where you're coming and I yeah. see what you're trying to do and I think that's really cool and it was really interesting right. that makes you feel good when yeah, you're just like right. you know what the effort was yeah acquired. like you you see what I'm trying to do and maybe it's not there yet because I just right. I, my, I just recorded an album and it came out in January right. and now it's like you're You hold on to some of the old stuff so you can do the set, Mm -hmm, but like mm -hmm. you're you're like open old, and then like and then eventually you start getting a new opener, and then you're like, all right, cool. But then you gotta like pad stuff, and then eventually you're taking the pads off and putting where you're like, this is ready, but it's it's at sixty, not at ninety. And I gotta keep massaging it, and every set may not be. and you got to realize that because you got to work it out and i feel like that's a tough part where you're like working you're like no i know where this can be funny Mm -hmm. it's just Mm -hmm. not there yet but you can't tell a crowd like yo i'll email you in six months those (laughs) jokes and you're gonna you're gonna tell me be like oh six months ago like i see where you're going now yeah
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. so
1: like some crowds see the growing pains Mm -hmm. where you have to you can't it's not like music where you go in a studio and just keep practicing that song on over and over and over again if you hit those chords and sounds good those jokes you know Sometimes you have to reframe it, or mm-hmm. sometimes you have to you go with this one way, and you're like, "Yeah, it does, the whole joke's great," and then how you end it doesn't go well. So you have to mm-hmm. think of a whole ending, and then maybe flip the whole thing that went well and put it in different places. Right. But people don't see that;
0: they just see finished product out there. See finished product. They 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 don't understand the the they don't people don't understand the work, and that's in any uh vocation, any form of a uh, industry is that. The trick, whether it's uh, uh, your show, whether it's your stand-up set, whether it's a uh, going to going and watching them put together SNL. You know, anyone I've ever known that went to a live taping of Saturday Night Live leaves there and their their mind is blown because they're like, dude, I never I never realized what all goes into putting that show, putting a live right television TV makes it look easy. Into it, and TV, and, and and all of the moving parts make it look easy. You've been doing you've been doing this now what, fifteen yeah, some 14, odd years, 15, years, 14, 15 yeah. years, and so fifteen years of, of work, fifteen years of, of doing those bar shows, and then going on the road with uh, DeBono and Jordan, and, and fifteen years of of. Going back to the lab and, and saying, you know, this needs more pepper, or oh, here's some paprika and stirring the pot and sticking your finger and taste, mm, nah, that's too hot. And you know, pouring some more water. There's fifteen years, all of that work is, is what makes it look easy. And each time you go on stage, um, especially say with with your with your album by the time you're recording your album you know you've mastered this set you oh, have, yeah you have mastered you know it every works. joke yeah. you can you can say, you can lay down and re- and and say the jokes with with every pause um, correctly uh, without an audience and know here every time every time I can go into any club um, in the, in the country, really, maybe in the world, you know, um, not, uh, language barrier notwithstanding, but <laughs> you can go to pretty much any comedy club and you know, okay, this joke is going to work because it's a well-crafted piece of material, and even if it doesn't get a gigantic laugh, it's... I'd, I know how to win, and that's that's what, to me, that's what mastering a set is. You've mastered, you know, I I hear so many uh, newer comics will say, yeah, but someone, uh, actually, I I met this cat, I won't say his name, but I met this cat, I was on the road at the end of uh, the year, of last year going into this year. I saw him, I thought he was real funny. Um, and so I, you know, I gave. So I spoke to him. I, um, we spoke in the green room. He told me his, you know. So I, like I said, I, I love hearing people's origin. Uh, he knew some people I knew. So when he went on, um, he was doing a spot on the sh- on the show. Normally, I don't want to go watch um, mm. newer cats, but I was like, let me watch this dude. Watched him. I was like, yo, son, yo, you funny. And then I even said to the manager uh, of the club, I said, I said, uh, yeah, I wish he was on the rest of the shows this weekend because I really enjoyed him. He has good energy. So he hit me a couple of times and and he was uh, he hit me recently. He texted me uh, last week and said, uh, said, yeah, man, you know what? I, I'm I'm I I want to, you know, grow but I feel stagnant I said what you're feeling is growing pains because you've been doing the same jokes and you see other people doing new material I said but I said you you're still rather new I wasn't saying it to you know cut his his, uh, legs off at the knee but I was saying master that material and if you get sick of it um, go to some other material that you've been working on, but don't just say here I need a new new act because you don't have an act. Right, game. you don't have act. You yeah, you're still you're still, you're still it, it. developing, you're still developing your voice. And and I I see a lot of newer cats will, will will say and do that 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 speak to me, friends included. Like yo, I, I need I need to uh, I need some new material. I'm like yo, you gotta master what you already have mm-hmm. because I and I say that because I've seen some of my friends that are newer or acquaintances that are newer. That and I'm like, okay, that still needs work. So how are you? How are you moving on? It's like if you're, you're accepting doing, this you're,
1: joke as a six, and you're like moving on, and you're like, no, you want to make that joke a nine or a ten, dude. Yeah, yeah. Don't leave it
0: at a six right there. You don't want to. You don't want to act full of sixes and right, sevens. Right. Don't be. Don't. Don't shoot to be average. That's not anything you do? Why would you? <laughs> you know? Why would you just want to be average when you can achieve greatness and, mm. and inspire somebody? You know? That's 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 what. You know, I, I always say I I will myself to inspire people the same way Eddie Murphy Delirious inspired me. That's what I meant to ask. Was there anyone uh, that when you, either prior to you getting on stage or writing your jokes, um, or when you started, was there someone that you Do said, you wanna, oh, oh, Do
1: you remember, There I don't even know if they're doing stand-up anymore, The Most Brothers? The
0: Most, yes! All right.
1: Of course! So... When I was younger, my, wow, you remember the Most Brothers? Well, is, my Dude. dad, my mom threw my dad a uh, like a surprise party at this hotel, uh-huh. and it turned out it was a comedy night there. At the okay, hotel. so we went there in, and the, in mo- Long Island. Yeah, it was in Long okay. Island, and it was like a Holiday and you know, like went right, rented yeah. out, and it was funny because the Most Brothers were headlining the show. Yeah, and I just uh, just to, to see what they did with the crowd and everything. Right. I was like. This is awesome. Yeah. They actually played at my brother's bar mitzvah. Oh, my parents wow. had them my brother's bar mitzvah and <laughs> do time there. Like, after seeing them. Yeah, at after the seeing dump. them. Wow. And then it was funny. One of my first shows in the city.
0: Wait, you're Jewish? No, i was. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the first shows in the city, they were at Boston Comedy Club uh-huh. performing when I was there. So I thought it was neat where I was like one of the younger comics on and mm-hmm. it was these guys who were there. But... It kinda of opened my eyes a comedy where it's like they were headlining that show and then they were just a little act like there. And then I remember like I'd Googled them online, they were like headlining an AC, right. but then they were doing this and I was like, oh, comedy's so weird and mm. crazy. Yeah. And then from like stand-up wise, that's where I was just like seeing it firsthand what two guys who are not like huge, right. but they were known guys, what they can do where these two black guys come into an all-white crowd yeah. and just lit it up and the connection that they were able to have like This is so fucking cool. Because if you saw them next to my dad, Uh, you'd be like, how are they going to be friends and hang out? out, And then my dad at the end of the show was like hugging them and stuff uh, like that. And I'm like, like, that is the coolest shit ever where comedy can make that happen. And I thought that was really neat. And like that from stand-up wise, growing up, like I loved Adam Sandler like when I was younger. And then in his SNL days and Uh, stuff. And I was like, that was someone who um, I always... Like comedically, I was like this guy stand up to SNL, to making his own movies, and also mm-hmm. like doing whatever he wants. Really, he was, he was able to do whatever he wants. Yeah, and yeah. bring yeah. friends along and stuff. I so I thought that was that was really cool. Mm-hmm. So those two things
0: mm-hmm. um, really motivated me to to do what I'm doing right, right now. Right, right, right. Do the most uh, the, that that is not the name that would have come to mind. <laughs> but that's, that's I think that, I think that's a beautiful story because I remember the. Uh, the Most Brothers for 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 those that don't know just give a little and you could uh google google them the most most like as, as in many most mm-hmm. the most brothers uh they were two cats and they they weren't actually related that was just their their Yeah, I don't think they were name. related. Yeah. um but they had they they came up in in the uh, early to mid 90s when you you saw a couple of uh. There was another group, Arsenal and Mitchell was another was another uh black comedy duo. Um, you had the Sklar brothers. Um, you had Red Johnny and the and the round guy. There there were it's it's now reflecting back there were there were duos back in the and i i'm trying to think of any like real comedy duos right now i know there's there's some lucas YouTube brothers guys. right now um lucas brothers okay yeah. yeah lucas brothers i enjoyed i enjoyed their uh, their uh, special um but the most brothers they they would do- all of those groups what what's amazing, especially when they're not related, like the Lucas brothers are actual twins. Right. I mean, yeah. Um, so you, you so you get the psych, psychic. Well, that's really good makeup. You know? right. Yeah. <laughs> right. 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 <laughs> the Most Brothers were two dudes that just they they created this act and one could start a sentence the other could finish, it was finish great, a sentence yeah. and they had they had this chemistry that's the word i'm looking for mm-hmm. their chemistry was was amazing because because one played played the the humor one played straight and 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 they always nailed regardless of who they followed in boston comedy club uh, a place near and dear to my heart um and and yeah so i just I, I, and i also dig uh that they that they showed you how universal at, at such a young age yeah, how universal um comedy could be how how universal comedy is that it can bring that it can take two black guys out, out of New York City and put them plop in the middle of a bar mitzvah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and, and they and they can crush and crush. Yeah, yeah. And that that was the coolest stuff. Yeah, do you are you
1: doing political stuff right now on stage at all?
0: I no, you know what my my politics. Um, I address like currently, I'm talking about uh, police violence against black black males specifically, but black people in general. Um, I talk about. I talk from my perspective um, about prejudice, so I that's the the I guess my political slant. I don't like I don't like. Hey, not, Have I, you I had any
1: problems huh? with the audience members? With I mean, yours is really not talking
0: about the presence, talking about mm, your yeah, no, take I, on racism and stuff yeah. like that. So I I don't I don't I don't go into the politics of of uh, say uh, the forty five because. Um, I it, it it bugs me that much and well it
1: won't come out. You don't think funny more angry and yeah, stuff. Yeah,
0: it's, it's it's I'm because I because I get angered at you know I get I, I was watching uh, I had to do this thing this uh, Cory Booker audition for that show uh, the cartoon president of Showtime. Mm-hmm. So I was watching. Uh, I was watching Cory Booker and and <laughs> and figuring out what makes his voice funny and he has this sort of throat guttural thing where, where when he speaks everything is eloquent <laughs> but he's so passionate right and the the, the it was on c span uh i'm glad you left that means maybe i'll book it right uh, <laughs> so i'm watching uh he he was uh reprimanding i don't remember her name but he was reprimanding her saying how dare how dare you say you don't remember what the president said um, when everything he said was full of hate and hatred and vitriol, and how well they're good people on both sides. No, those were the Tiki Tork uh, carrying right. KKK members. So uh, whether they're citizens or not uh, is irrelevant. They're 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 preaching hate, right. and, and they're they are terrorizing people. So there's nothing. There was nothing. There's nothing funny about me talking about Trump. For me. That's right. not to say... Now, Chappelle's done a brilliant job of it. Uh, Chris Rock and, and comics that aren't as famous have, have had brilliant slants on it. Because if you're going to touch it, you've got to make it really funny. You have to make it really funny. Um, and here's really uh, why I've stayed away from it. I haven't found a unique, a unique enough perspective that's so different from not only every other comic, but from... Everybody in the audience. Um, this goes with the same. Same with um, me doing impressions. I'm not going to do an impression. I can. I can. I can do a, 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 a litany of people, right? Right. But if there's no joke to go along with it, I don't want to do it. Right. Right. Um, everybody does 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 Denzel Washington now, so it's not it's not fun doing. I'll do it because I always can find. Uh, a funny nuance or something that everybody else is not going to do with him uh, or the joke itself but just doing it to me is not enough you have to do something that's unique um, if if somebody in the audience can finish the, the joke right. to me you didn't do your job as a stand up
1: because the other night I was uh, I was on Long Island doing closing out the show mm-hmm. and I have a, a joke about sexual harassment talking about that everyone who is Brought up on sexual harassment charges, allegations, mm-hmm. they always get fired. Every person, right. right, 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 right. And then I was like, and my point is, the only person who has numerous allegations against him is Trump, mm-hmm. who hasn't get fired. Right. And then I talk about the whole situation with him and Billy Bush, and then how how I Billy make, got yeah, fired, and I right. make Billy Bush like, like you can't blame Billy Bush. Like, have you ever hung out with a crazy person before? You don't argue with them. You don't disagree. Right. You just have to agree right. nervously with them. Right. And the whole bit was like about that's, how that's Billy Bush thing. would yeah. would agree with him, but you can't get mad at him if we're agreeing with a fucking you know this crazy guy who's a guest on your show.
0: Right. And right. um
1: and and I go into that, and then this guy Uh-oh. gets up. Yep. And literally was just like, "What about Clinton?" And my, and I was like, "I was like, yo, I'm like." When did this become a conversation? That's and like, then, and then I kind of like went yeah, hard dude, into him, yeah. you yeah. know, because I think the the anger in me took over the more than the comic. And then I was like saying how you know like what do you got like your your Donnie panties on and mm-hmm. da 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 da. <laughs> and I just went into it, and then I just kept, and then like he got loud, and I was like, I'm like sit down, old man, you know, like stuff like mm-hmm. that, and mm-hmm. then. The whole, everyone there turned on me. And I'd never done a show where everyone in the audience was Mm -hmm. a Trump supporter. Mm -hmm. And it was weird that Mm -hmm. that one thing, where I was even saying he's doing a bad job present. I was just saying that, isn't it weird that he was brought up on sexual harassment charges and nothing ever happened to him. And then I make a joke out of it with him and Billy Bush going out Mm -hmm. with each other. And I lost everyone after the show. And I was doing really well. Uh People, it was like I had leprosy. Oh, people wow. would avoid me, and I—that was the first time ever yeah, that I've done yeah. all. It was all Trump people in the crowd right. doing that because I've done the trip before, right. and you might have a few that like. And but, you were in Long Island doing, yeah. That? Oh, and
0: okay. I and I was like, wow. Yeah, I didn't realize it would have many uh, Trump supporters. Right, in Long and I,
1: I just found it was so crazy that this guy got up and tried to debate with me, right. based on it's not it's a, it's a this is my thoughts coming to you and you laugh right.
0: And I was just saying or, you... or you or you don't and you sit there and keep your mouth shut right, right? that's the i i I knew where you, I knew where that was uh, headed as you right as you I was just curious telling the story uh, here here's what what i've what I find, found um even with deal i've 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 spoken about um i've s- s- touched upon some of the uh the harassment and once again um this is I think that's where time in and and just being uh being a meticulous writer you you read write it and reread and rewrite it and, and so forth because a say for instance me i've had people uh talk to me about the police shooting right and i know okay here's here, this i'm giving y'all some science behind um the verbiage and how i how I approach it and because that's where knowing understanding people's psychology comes in usually before I even talk about the uh the the cops um the cops that have shot uh black people um i I make sure they know I'm a veteran right I make sure people know I'm an army veteran. The reason I do that is because even <laughs> it's <laughs> it's funny but Even if your raises, if you if you're a a card-carrying member of the Ku Klux Klan, if you say yes served in the army, they're like, "Hey, thanks for your service." Right, right. You know what I mean? Um, So because even with the whole uh, Kaepernick thing, which which is laughable.
1: So I should be like, I've been mentioning like three Me Too hashtags, guys, I can do this joke.
0: right, right. <laughs> but you know what I mean, so so say with Kaepernick, everyone that's so that's that's an armchair patriot, so right. right. Uh you know, people never I've 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 been to the, uh you know, games and, and basketball games uh, or or events where the the Star Spangled Banner was sung and, they were, and people weren't saluting in their hands and they were just standing there, you know, on their phone or what have you. Now everybody's a patriot, right? Uh, but they have to understand. People don't want to listen. There's there's no there's no conversation. It's just die It's thrown dialogue, and so you you hit a joke. You weren't condemning. You didn't condemn uh, uh the the current uh, administration's uh job or his approval. You were pointing out a truth. You were pointing out a fact right. the guy that that uh said these heinous things still got his job. The guy that that was there with him got fired and now is on a an apology tour right right and so when when approaching people. You you have to understand that people are waiting for keywords. People are waiting for those button words that are waiting to set them off because they fit. Everyone feels disenfranchised, and that's part of the problem with this current administration because they're not they're not uh, giving people any sense of power. You know, all you're doing is is creating a divide and making people more divisive, and making the people on the left uh, the the villains, and making people on the right look at the people on the left and say they're they're saying you're 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 uh, you're dumb because you support me. Right. They're it's saying, not how
1: we can. You have this opinion. You have that opinion. How can we coexist? Right. It's how can. We hate on that person, and they hate on us, and not let those people do what they have to do,
0: and then right. they're trying to let us not do, and it's like it's like a civil war, basically. It, it is a civil war, and no, and no one's winning because no, nobody's listening. Nobody's listening. The the fact that this dude stood up and and pulled out, and and that's to me, that's really what this this uh, the the last two years' discourse has been. Um, well, Trump is doing this. yeah, but what well Clinton did, I'm like but he's not president anymore. yeah everyone's so, like so, so so every time they they pull that out, I'm like it's the let's, it. Let, yeah, let's how about we deal with the now mm-hmm. and, and, and deal with being better if it that's what he that's what that's what Clinton did 20 some years ago. What about us progressing? What about us moving forward? you know right like, No one's
1: saying what he did was good. But just because he did something bad doesn't mean
0: you do something bad. Right, right. And so and so with uh I, I remember um, when when you mentioned that your friend had uh, committed uh, suicide, it made me think of um, being in. It's funny. I'm going back to this club, Acme uh, Comedy cl- Club in uh, in Minneapolis. In Minneapolis, yeah. And uh, first time I'm there was. A week or two after Philando Castile was was shot and murdered by the cops sitting in front of his child and his and his uh, child's mother. Um, and he, he got shot sitting in a car reaching for his identification. And and I was pissed and I was and I and I had already been talking about um, police uh, brutality against uh, black males. And I spoke about it on stage, and fortunate, and, and I spoke about it early on stage, which I did on purpose as a challenge to myself because mm-hmm. I was like, you know what, I'll know if this joke is a keeper if I can do it up top. Right. And I did it up top first night, and a woman came up to me, and I've probably said this on this show before. This woman came up to me after after the show. I appreciate she waited till after the show. That's <laughs> always good. Yeah. And meet and greet and speaking to everyone, and then. Uh, in in Bob De Bono fashion I spoke to everybody, you know, mm-hmm. and then uh, after after the line died down, she came over and she uh uh, she's like, is that, is that all true? And I have in in the joke I talk I then go on to talk about walking on the street and and knowing people are afraid of me just because I am a six foot four black male and being frustrated with that because I'm I'm just me I'm not I'm not right. trying to hurt you I'm the same way you you're going someplace I'm going someplace mm-hmm. and I'm not walking behind you with with hopes that I'm gonna boo you know right. Uh, and she came up and she asked if if uh, that really had happened. I said, "Yeah, often. That's that's not a that's not a an isolated incident." Right. And she uh, she said, "You know what? I, I want to." She, she said, "I want to thank you for talking about that, because she was a white woman, uh, probably you know late twenties, early thirties, and she said because Philando Castile was a close friend of mine. We worked together." And as soon as she said that, I was like, oh, gosh. And, but yeah. she said, no, I'm, I'm glad you're speaking about it because we do need to hear that side of it because from her perspective, she's saying she did not know that this occurred. And I think that's, you know... That's what uh, Nina Simone said. It's 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 the artist. It's an artist's job to reflect the times, and this is the times we live in. And this is also my reality. And I'm not saying I'm not saying feel bad for me because it's my reality. Right. Uh, I'm not saying pity me uh, or or uh, anything because of my reality. I'm saying understand, and and I'm not saying I'm angry at at all white people, and I'm not angry at all cops, because those are absolutes, and the deal in absolutes is foolish, because if if I subscribe to saying all cops are bad, if I subscribe to saying all white people are bad, then I should be able to accept when someone white or a white woman or a cop says all black males are criminals because that's what the news shows us you know what i mean and of so and, and so that's I, people people need to understand each other's humanity in my opinion people should understand each other's humanity and have the conversation the, the had the had the guy stood up and 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 said that uh And I understand why you reacted the way... Because you're a comic first, and you're on stage first, and therefore... And you're
1: not going to hijack the power from the room.
0: Right, right. Sir, you standing up and... Him standing up and saying that, he had his own agenda because he assumed your agenda. And once he assumed your agenda, he already was prepared with his weapon to say, well, what about Clinton? And you're like, yo, number one, this is my show. Number two, I'm not even talking about this. Yeah. So what are you saying? So, and now you're putting me in a defensive posture where instead of me having a conversation, I'm now in a kata, <laughs> you yeah. know, ready to fight. You know, and so that's what. So that was his fault. He disrupted the show, unfortunately. Um, and I, I don't fault you. I don't fault you for how, how you reacted, but I also understood why the the crowd wound up turning um turning against you you know because once especially once you said the old guy or whatever I'm like yeah. now now you're just trying to because he just that was my last down. thing
1: he just kept going and going right. and going and then I was just like I don't understand why you're getting up. You want to argue, go on Facebook. There's plenty of arguments right. on there. Right. I said there's no reason why you should stand up right now and voice your opinion. No one asked for it. Right. And then people were like, Yeah. Right. And then he, and then that's when like he he said that one more word where you're just like, Yeah, yeah you yeah. you're gonna try to get the last <laughs> word in. And right. then that's when I just like yeah. I went disrespectful yeah. and went like, sit down, yeah. old man, before I do something about it. Right. And everyone's like, ooh. Right, and right. I was like, Oh really? And, the, like, and now, now and you're now really? you're
0: the now you're the MMA guy versus this this old, you yeah, know, right, yeah. codger and, yeah. and people and you then uh become become the villain now. Mm-hmm. You became a villain when you actually were doing what you were supposed to because it was your stage. You you had control of the room and now everybody feels like they have a voice, you know, which is which is the the detriment of social media is that everyone Every, every Everybody shouldn't be live on Facebook. No. Right? Everyone we know what the problem is live. with that. Remember
1: you had a friend growing up and you'd like hang out with a group of girls and you're like, yo, dude, just keep your mouth shut and we're right. good, right? Right. And then he would say something stupid and cop block everyone. That kid who usually shuts up, he has no one tell him to shut up anymore. Right. He has Twitter. He has all right. So he's just spewing whatever he wants anymore every and no one, one has, has anything. anything. And then also it's like you can say whatever you want because you're not seeing that person face to face. Right. But then when you see him face to face, right? You grew up, I grew up. Right. When you see a friend face to face, you're going to face the music. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: man. Yes, yeah, it's it's uh it's an interesting time we uh we live in, you know, but but it makes it makes for for good and challenging as as a comic it makes it challenging, but the the re, to me the reward is even greater because when you uh that particular joke that I was talking about, I've developed it um with regards to the absolutes and, and dealing with absolutes and I have a joke now where I refer to you know take uh taking I won't do the joke yeah y'all, y'all can come see me live yeah I hear it catch you. it but uh the gist of the joke is you know take take NWA who 30 years ago said at the police and now at least you know two people two members of N.W.A. are gazillionaires. You know, Dr. Dre and Ice Cube are, are you know, multi-millionaires. Well, Dre right? is
1: maybe close to billionaire. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: And so they live in gated communities, and so I'm sure that if somebody breaks in their house, they're going to call <laughs> the cops. And it may, so I have a, a joke based around that dynamic. That's where funny. They're not going to...
1: Aren't you the fuck the police? Right, guy? right. But but
0: you see what I mean, and so yeah. I'm sure now. Uh, well, even back then, I don't I don't think uh, they may not have felt that way towards every cops because they're they're good and bad and every everything Right, it's just is, based. You you you're you saying you act based on ones. experiences. Yeah, you, know, yeah, you know, if you were never experience.
1: fucked up by a cop, you would probably be like, hey, my experience of cops, everything's cool. Right, right. But you know, when you have some bad experiences, that yeah. is going to. Make your that's your viewpoint exactly. based on experience,
0: especially as as a teenager, which which they all were at the time when they uh, when they wrote some uh, some groundbreaking. Yeah, and also
1: there yeah. were you know teenagers where it's not like mom and dad was asking them when you're going to be home and things like that. Mm-hmm. They were basically trying to make it on their own as teenagers. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, well, that's a, people don't. Have, Ice Cube actually came from two-family houses. You know what I mean? Like, but, right. the, but the image, definitely the image that that was portrayed, was not one of uh, mom, dad. I'll be home in ten. Right. But 10 also, they were
1: at teenagers with they knew what they wanted to do. Right.
0: Right. Which right. now, very
1: headstrong teenagers, you ask them what they want to do, and they're like, "Well, let me just put this snap up first, and I'll let you know." Absolutely. Ah, you
0: know, no one has any idea what they want to do. Right, right, right. And 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 if you do, people look at you like you're a weirdo. You mm-hmm. know, you know, you know, and, and you're definitely the exception. If 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 you figured out, because uh, I was I was, wig, but I knew I wanted to do this when I was. 12 13 years old oh, that's awesome And uh, but I but I also know that most of my friends didn't you know and and uh, and then it took me almost a decade to still figure out how right. to I might want to be an astronaut I don't good, even know yet right know. right <laughs> well, but that's, that's that's on the road of enlightenment that's that's what you do you, you keep your mind and, and your options uh, open and you continue to learn learn about yourself learn who you are and and expand your uh, expand your horizons man you know especially having the kid like it changes your yeah, or, I, I was just about to say, yeah. and and you have did, once you had a child, your child is less than a year old. Yeah, it'd right? be a year in May. Yeah. And once you had a child, did you <laughs> did you find your funny get stronger?
1: Well, you know what it is that I don't give a shit on stage. Uh-huh. Go stronger. Yeah, where you're like, yeah. you don't care. Like you bomb on a set, you're like, whatever, right. who cares? Right. Um, you you're willing to throw stuff out there more yeah. and have a stronger point of view on stuff. Yeah. Where um. Like, I've been trying to talk about how... Uh, you're not trying. You are talking I know. Well, I'm trying to make it work. Uh, <laughs> you're you're making it work. It's, it's, it's not working yet. <laughs> well, no. You're,
0: you're in the process yeah. of making it work.
1: Um, I'm a, so I'm, I, and
0: I, I'm, I, I'm terrible for that, but I no, also... No, that's I, great. I mean it because I, you know more. what? I
1: probably got to start saying I'm going to make everything. Yeah. Um, but I'm talking about how, how tough it is being a dad where I fantasize about being an absentee father being like, it's not a great gig. I'm like, it's not, it's, it's not good to be a Debbie dead, but it sounds awesome. Yeah, and I go into all the things that make it sound funny, great funny. where I would never, I don't think I would ever do that before I had a kid. Uh huh. And now I'm just like, well, why am I only going to show the stuff that's funny about having a kid and stuff? I'm going to go with every parent is like, fuck, I'd love to get rid of my kid right, right. now for a day. Or right. it's like, even you think about when it's of your friends, you call them <laughs> up, you're like, what are you doing? And they're like, nothing. I will murder you right now right. doing nothing. Right. Like, I, right. you dream about doing nothing yeah. now. Yeah. You're, you're always doing something. And then you think about all the wasted time that uh, you've had, yeah. like when you yeah. were single and you're like, I could have cured cancer. <laughs> I can have like a dozen screenplays by now. I could be Scorsese right now right. if I actually would have done something. Right, right. And then you think about that and all that stuff where... Um, Having that kid, you know, now it's like everything you do mm-hmm. is for that kid. Yeah, you're you're not doing stuff for yourself anymore. Right, right, right. I mean, you are benefiting in this and that. Well, you you benefit right. in
0: that. You're still doing what you do, but now there's there's a tenacity behind it, and there's also uh, a fearlessness because line you still have to change that diaper at three a.m. Oh yeah. You know, and and get get the the pee colored uh, fecal matter under your fingernails. Oh, gee, yeah, yeah, just.
1: just, yeah. just hold your breath it's yeah, it. yeah.
0: yeah yeah and and guess what that child doesn't care oh doesn't give <laughs> doesn't a shit sure. <laughs> anything that's that's annoying you like change change my pamper man yeah and
1: you're trying to change him and he's trying to flip over and do ufc rolls and right. you're like dude what are you doing right now <laughs> I am a mess. This is horrible. And he just looks up at you and smiles, and you yeah. just gotta smile back. You're just like... And then he pisses in your
0: face. Yeah, and you're like, ah, I guess, yeah, this guess, I'll take it. This is what I've become. That's it. W- what made you uh, decide to finally record an album? Um,
1: It was after... I, I didn't know... I had all this material, mm-hmm. and then I was like, well, I want a body of work to move on to the next. Cause then I saw myself, the way I was writing was kind of changing, and okay. I was my the first one was like probably eighty five percent autobiographical, mm-hmm. and now I'm trying to pick things out and not make it so much about myself, okay, which I think is tougher because it's easier to connect with the crowd when you're talking about yourself, where someone's like oh i I get that that's, that's and I, I i yeah yeah, I have a kid too and I, and people right. can relate to that, which right. makes them you win them over right. for, especially if they don't know who you are when you get on stage yeah. versus when I go up stage and I'm saying like how I used to be a teacher and not talking about guns in schools, right. you know, it's tougher. I think it's more of a challenge, not talking about a lot of personal stuff I agree. and talking agree. about a lot of topical stuff. Cause I think it's got to be funnier right. because you can't crutch on the, you get it. Right. I go through that. You go through that. Right, right, so, right. um, as far as like connection, I want the joke to be about funny then connection versus connection then funny okay and I had so much autobiographical stuff and it was like an act and I was like you know what I gotta retire this Mm -hmm. and move on to the stuff that I really wanted I you know like that I'm older now and Mm -hmm. I want to do and then talk about more about dad stuff but about being a dad and maybe living in today's Mm -hmm. environment and dealing with like my kid is going to be one of these kids right and thank god my kid just missed the mark of a millennial and i'm talking about like yes. millennials now and being like i feel bad you know because like they didn't grow up with bullying so i'm right. talking, starting to talk about how you're soft but it's not your fault because right. you know the <laughs> system did it to you and right. and talking about more that where i don't rely on like i'm a dad and then people will be like oh he's a dad so let's listen to him right 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 right. so i just wanted to get all that material mm-hmm. done have my body work which uh very proud of and I I like that mm-hmm. and then after you listen to it you're like oh like I touched the surface of a few things and I want to dig deep on deeper on this next album and really um like the guys that when I got into comedy was like when I started listening was like you know Patrice was like a mm-hmm. huge like I had to work with him before he mm-hmm. passed and that was awesome yeah. and like him the way he dives into stuff and really almost makes it uncomfortable then the it has, and then has the, has the jokes. Like, that's what I'm trying to dig. Like, I mean, you can't do what he did, but I want to dig to the point where shit matters mm-hmm. and then make it funnier, right. you know, and, right. and going that route instead of just a lot of, a lot of was just talking about myself.
0: Right. So
1: I was talking about a lot of different stuff and I was like, I know this stuff doesn't work. Go with, I'm a dad, I'm married. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? Let's... Record this album because this other stuff is going to be totally different for the next right, one. Right,
0: right, right. Um, and, and that's uh, this interesting you uh, point that out because as you were saying the thing that the, about the incident that happened with the uh, the Trump supporter or supporters, uh, when you said it, when you when you said what you were talking about, in my mind, the 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 comic slash artist in me was saying. I think the and may, maybe it wouldn't have, but maybe maybe you uh, throw it out there from your perspective as a, well, as a well, if, if you if you say if you say th- people can't you can't fault somebody's perspective based on their experience, you know And so how you just mentioned you were a teacher right and so talking about uh, you know uh, school shooting well it makes it easier you know, for me to
1: talk about that for sure with the sexual right. harassment I open up with, and I say, like, I can never sexually harass someone because right. I don't have the confidence. Right. I just don't have <laughs> sexual harassment confidence. Right. And then I talk about how in different Does parts... Does that get a laugh? That's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And then funny. I talk about how, like, uh, I'm at a restaurant, waiter brings out the wrong meal. I just eat it anyway. Uh, like, I don't have right. the confidence to tell my waiter that's not my food. Right. And right. then I go with there, and then I go to the heavier stuff. Right. But to show the, like, I'm showing you, I don't got confidence. I can't even sexually harass someone. So... It makes me even, puts me on a, a lower pedestal where it's like, I don't know the ball sexually harass someone, right. so you can't yell at me for being like, how do you do that, right. you know? Right. And I'm trying to make it like where it's like, I am I could never do that, so I'm just impressed with how
0: they can do right. that. Right, And trying to find that point, you yeah. know? The, 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 so the angle, I, I'm just, this yeah. this is, we're not workshopping as a joke. The, <laughs> the, 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 the angle that, that I would possibly approach is, is you know what I'm 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 not a, even necessarily a Trump supporter but I'm part of me's like yo how do you have the balls to even <laughs> say that you because that is the, you you watched the, the 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 fact that he audaciously But comfortably was saying all that to Billy Bush. I've never. I I remember hearing women say, "Well, it's just locker room talk." I never had the the balls, yeah, to say any of that to anybody. Locker room talk is like
1: what happened on the date last night, not like fictitiously what you're going to do to the woman in like the most awful way
0: possible. Right, right. So I, I, I find holding the mirror up sometimes when when you just. You hold that mirror up to someone and show them the their absurdity, it's hard for them to then defend that absurdity. You know, that and maybe that. I mean, you know, it's, it's well it's like if you ever try
1: I mean, I've attempted and then I've stopped because it's too uh it's too toxic. Uh-huh. But there um you know, there was some there was a girl I went to high school with about on uh, on President's Day, uh she like a video of her wearing that, that Make America Great Again hat and saying like da I'm so proud and I just wrote like... I'm not trying to start an argument. Can you tell me what you're so proud about? Mm -hmm. I was just curious. Like, what what are you like? Our president, what are you proud about? Right. And then people started, like, attacking me. And then this one guy, like, went on, and I was just like, You're an
0: American. Right. And I was like, Hey, I'm like,
1: I don't, I'm like, I'm not, I just, I'm just curious. Can you tell me the things you're proud about? And then he started putting these things down, and a lot of them were not true statements. And then he's like, I'm proud that our president you know uh you know about immigration had his that, ties
0: made over, over yeah the, well he's saying of, like he could've. said uh, our
1: our president uh you know promotes uh you know diversity and immigration and I was like, well if, if he promotes immigration, can you explain this and can you explain that and can you explain that I'm just curious, and all these things that I listed he never came back with, and right. all he came back with mm-hmm. was just um, like maybe he copy e- and pasted a speech of Trump. Uh-huh. And I'm like, Well this I'm I'm not asking you I'm only asking you your opinion. And all my experience, whenever I try to get into an argument or whatever it is, just ask you what it is, people never come with the facts or they say, But you know Clinton did this uh, and you know and I'm just saying, like, No no, but I just want to know about now. So you can't even like I'm not a Republican, I'm a Democrat. There are some things I think Republicans do that are great. Something Democrats do that are great. And right. same, like I'm not on right. one party. But when you try to even just ask, even Democrat or Republican, would be like, just I just want you to explain to me, like what I just want to understand. Right. And I did it the other with the whole gun thing. I was like, I don't understand that people are shitting on these kids. Because their friends were murdered, mm-hmm. so all they want is stricter gun laws. I think I saw that. Yeah, post. and why do the people who are saying stricter gun laws, you're saying they're trying to take our guns away? Well, I don't understand if you had a, a waiting period or just a, a test. Like, the same way to get a car, where you got to take a driver's license, you got to get insurance. Right. you gotta, <laughs> right. that, Why can't it, it can be analogous that way? Because then you're going to keep cars out of the hands of people who don't who can't pay the car payment or who drive. can't drive it right. you're going to keep guns out of hands people who aren't mentally stable and who aren't going to be insured enough and responsible to have a gun right and then I just listed that and then of course what did it turn into people arguing on the thread right. where I had to even get out of my own thread and I was just like all I did was ask someone to explain it to me and then, and then I wrote like I was like, I don't understand you guys argue, like, arguing if you guys is like, an orgasm. Right. And, then, and, then, and then this woman goes, of course you have to make it sexual. And I'm like, I'm just trying to make the <laughs> point that the most pleasurable thing in the world is an orgasm. And I'm trying to make the analogy that, like, you arguing is, like, you or- – and then, and then she, like – And then I was like, well, why don't you cap me in my ass? You know what right, I mean? And right. then, like, I came back down. And then she, like, kept going back to the sexual thing. I go – what are you, six years old? I'm a comic. You're, you're, you're commenting on a comics thing. I'm not going to make a joke out of it. Right. And then... Wow. So you can't even get a dialogue these days. Wow. You can't even get someone to say, like, just tell me your... I may not agree with them, but just tell me your reasons.
0: Right.
1: Like, I understand some Republicans say, like, if you make a couple of laws, then they're going to go overboard and take your guns away. Mm-hmm. I understand that. Mm-hmm. I totally get that, where if you think that's going to happen... I agree with you. If you're a person who's a, just wants to have guns in your house, and you think that by making one law, they're going to make a hundred and get your guns taken away, I see that perspective. Right. But just say that. Right. You know, like right. don't just stop bringing up Clinton. Stop <laughs> bringing up Clinton. Stop bringing up like stop trying to shit on these kids. Like that Fox lady who who and then uh, against that one kid, and now he got her advertisers taken away. Uh-huh. Good bitch. Right. Yeah.
0: Right. Go off air. Get your. How dare you attack a kid? Right. First of all, let's deal with that. How dare you attack a kid? Like whatever I meant, that, that takes me back to to Trayvon Martin and Zimmerman. I'm like Zimmerman was a grown man. Trayvon Martin was was a child. Yeah. You know, and and no one no one wants to deal with. But then it had to do you know? a child. I had to do a race. That's
1: all I had to do. Right. I had to do it. He could have been he right. could have been
0: eight. He could have been twenty five. No, it was just a black point. guy that, walking that, that, with that, a hood on. That's that's part of the problem is that people people vilified a child. Uh, and, and suddenly, you saw the on, the only picture you saw um, in the media was here. He has a hood on, and the pictures we're, we're going to go with a darker, uh, darker hued filter and scare scare people. Here, scare tactic. Well, of instead, course, that's what instead, they, no. Yeah. But, but to to my point, that instead of people dealing with the reality of this 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 grown woman on Fox talking greasy about children. Mm-hmm. Who who lost their friends and uh, uh, and were shot at or shot were were part of this 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 terrorist act that they won't they won't use the verbiage but I will yeah Uh, because it was a terrorist act that if he were if he were brown (laughs) any any hue of the many shades of brown it would have been a terrorist terrorist act and this is why we need the borders as if the borders ever stopped uh, terrorists from coming in and committing terrorist uh, acts. Um, but it's awesome with the and everyone's saying, "Oh, kids!" Everything during the civil
1: rights movement, yeah. there was a ton of kids yeah. in that movement. Yeah. So, like, how are you going to attack? <coughs> yeah. How are you going to bless you? How are you going to attack kids, where For your using classmates were murdered? Right. And you know what? You're taught in school. To say you're taught your amendments, you're trying your, to. So you're basically saying freedom of speech is only good for these people, yeah. but not for these people because they're trying to take money out of my pocket. Right. That's why. Freedom of speech, but watch what you say. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's just.
0: It's just nice nuts, team. and
1: thank God these kids are educated. And then the yeah. the memes they're putting people out and and the these bots they're putting these fake things about these yeah. kids and everything. Yeah, yeah. It's so just they're
0: saying these they're hired actors.
1: Yeah, uh, crisis actors. Mm-hmm. I mean, how crazy do you want to get? Right. And then also, it's like you look at other countries. You're looking at our country. You we are
0: a joke. Oh, right. Like I haven't I haven't been overseas uh, recently, but I. I remember during the previous administration going over, or, or actually, uh, when when Bush was still in office, and I used to joke about it. Now, actually, a new, an old joke has new life again nah. because I I used to joke about going overseas and and uh, feeling uh, accosted. By people because they think I'm American, and people are saying uh, you Americans with your president. Like, why would you think I am American? You know, because <laughs> <German> um, <laughs> because that's yeah, like I because I have I have a lot of friends uh, overseas. I have uh, family members or in laws overseas, and. And I hear it all, and and see the perspective. And I also um, don't just watch the 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 same news cycle that yeah. we're fed on on the multitude of channels that we have. You know, sometimes you want to find out that's I I I think we're we're selfish that way in America, um, where we don't pay attention to the rest of the world until it has some effect on us. Whereas, you know. The BBC News covers the world news, right? Uh, and so you'll hear about uh, what's happening in Syria and the Kardashian household, you know. <laughs> but you you get a full spectrum of of news coverage versus sensationalized entertainment journalism. Yeah, well, all we'll ours think. is. I mean, there's really I don't think there's any TV station that just gives just
1: the news. No, not anymore. It's just slanted one way or another. Yeah. yeah. And and that's it. Yeah. And it's just. Uh, But with the kids, it's just crazy that they're attacking these kids who... And you know what's going to happen. What they're scared of is that all these kids are 16, 17 years old. And when the next voting thing comes in and all these rallies all over the country and with social media now, you throw a tweet up and millions of people are going to see it. And you know what? These kids go out and vote they can really change the world in the next few years yeah. and that's why these people are attacking them cuz they're scared. Yeah. And what do you
0: do when you're scared? You attack. You attack. You attack like a rat. Yeah. What give uh give us what's the name of the album, man?
1: Uh album's uh, Put Me in Coach. You can get it on uh <laughs> Amazon, you get it on iTunes. Um I think it's uh streaming on like Spotify and all that stuff, okay. so if you can search it on there. Uh, put me in coach and dot com. Our next show is uh, four twenty at Mohican Sun. So oh, come, nice. Uh, check nice. That out the comics, so, yeah. That's that's yeah, we're the, there monthly. So. Oh,
0: oh yeah. that's dope. Yeah, that's, that's dope. That's, that's fun. That's a graduation from do you still do you do Mohican Sun and We in do New well?
1: York, uh now with uh <laughs> that we're we're after I think May we're not gonna be doing serious anymore. Okay. So now we're gonna We're really trying to package T V right now, so that's the main thing with production company and all that stuff and um, we are going to practice package TV. Yeah, I got to get try sure. out of my vocabulary, yeah, but it's to, gonna happen. It's gonna happen because yeah. I will just have a flashback to today, yeah. and it was gonna come out.
0: I, 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 but I've it's great. People, I know. I, I know people get sick of it, and, and I. Get, uh, I'm not saying I'm holier than now. And every so often, you will cast me use the word try. But as soon as I hear it, I do my best to adjust it. Just no, it's all about energy.
1: You're 100 percent right and positive workers, energy and yeah. law of attraction, and everything. And if you say you're trying, you're not telling the universe that you're gonna actually do it. Yeah. No, it's it's 100 yeah. right. I'm yeah. wrong here. So. So, listeners, if you're saying like, yo, Dean <laughs> fucking plus and Jay's balls. What, we had a conversation and one no, this actually
0: yeah. was right or wrong. <laughs> See, we can come together as a country.
1: Every American should listen to this. <laughs>
0: exactly. Exactly.
1: But, yeah, put me in Coach Pater Payne
0: and uh, all these things will happen. They they will happen. I believe in you, J-Dog. Appreciate you coming out. What What is your uh, social media? Oh,
1: at J-Nog and uh, J-Nog.com
0: for dates. And it's J-Nog, J-A-Y-N-O-G as in George. That's right. Uh, y'all know my... On social media at I am Dean Edwards because that's who I am. Like I said, you can catch me at the uh, uh, the Borgata. This uh, this actually this approaching Sunday, Sunday the eighth through Saturday the fourteenth at the Borgata with my man uh, Harris Stanton and uh, and John Moses. We're gonna that's gonna be a good show. Check that
1: out, people. That's, that's a good show right big, there.
0: Big big fun day, man. Thanks for coming through. Let me Thank tell you, you something. I've never had someone actually actually flattered because he actually, he, he he reached out to me to get on the show. And I was like, oh, of course, yeah. And, was, and, and I'm glad we finally, cause we've been trying to do it since January. Yeah. So yeah, I'm, I'm glad, I'm glad uh, you finally. Thank you, man. And, and toss it up and give us uh, some of your history. Yo, if y'all enjoyed, enjoyed uh, Jay, uh, make sure you reach out to him via all his social media. Make sure you go cop the album. Put me in coach, and by put me in coach, he's talking about uh, the 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 figurative coach, not not sitting in coach on a plane. That's uh, right. That just, as, <laughs> as I said it, I was like I was like someone said <laughs> that was like it's put me in coach, and I'm like no, that's kind of funny. It's double meaning. But I didn't even right, think of that right. one. Right? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> That's the beauty of comedy. Is having someone else see it from a different angle. Yo, so, uh <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, and I wish you much success with with uh with the show. I believe I, I think it's a great concept. I, I I've enjoyed doing the show. I look forward to doing it again. Yes, sir. Uh, I'm Back in New York and, City, and, I got uh, you. I'm, I'm too bad we don't have uh, Lisa Ann, but you know we we have the DVD. We do. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, uh, and, and, uh, and and, and <laughs> the internet and many things on the internet. Wish you success with the show, man. Thank you, man. Uh, You too, y'all. Make sure you check out Peter Payne when uh, if you're in the Mohegan Sun area. Or if you're in New York City area and you get a chance, so do you have y'all have any uh, clips of it online?
1: Yeah, if you go to uh, social media at Pater Payne on Instagram and Twitter, you'll see people getting their balls shocked. It's a good time, <laughs> yeah. so uh, check that out. You always
0: entertainment, <laughs> man, D, That was all love to the fam. We appreciate y'all uh, listening. Uh, if you dug it, man, leave a comment. Uh, let us know uh, on on iTunes and SoundCloud. Jamande, all love, two fingers, peasy.